This is a Tech Briefs Media Group podcast. Hello and welcome to another Who's Who at NASA podcast. Today on the podcast, we have Ken Dudley, a researcher in the electromagnetics and sensors branch at NASA's Langley Research Center. Ken, thanks for being here. Thank you. Thank you, Billy. Ken, just to kind of set the stage before we get into a few questions here, uh, can you tell us about uh, the SANS EC sensor, uh, what it is, what it looks like? Sure. SANS EC is a sensor technology. Uh, uh, it's a new techno- technical framework for designing, powering, and integra- interrogating sensors to detect various physical phenomena. Uh, it can measure anything from uh, electrical phenomena to mechanical phenomena, thermal and chemical. It, uh, it's a very simple uh, structure. It's essentially a conductive uh, spiral that can be of any geometry. We tend to make them square, but they can be round or triangular. And that conductive spiral uh, is an open circuit. It's not connected to anything directly. That's hence the, the name SANS EC, meaning with, uh, with, uh, without electrical connection. And so we couple it to, a, uh, uh, to an antenna through, through a near-field magnetic probe antenna and um, it's, a, it's a very simple device that works um, by creating, when it's interrogated by an electromagnetic field, it self-resonates with an electromagnetic field around the sensor, and any material that uh, uh, perturbs that field can be sensed and, and measured and quantified. Yeah, and so what kinds of uh, phenomena is it measuring? Uh, electrical, mechanical, thermal, chemical, almost any type of physical phenomena. So, for example, if you have this uh, resonant structure as a spiral and, a, uh, say, a composite material comes within the vicinity of that field, uh, all materials in nature have an intrinsic characteristic to them, uh, an intrinsic electrical storage characteristic known as permittivity, and an electric and an intrinsic magnetic uh, storage characteristic known as uh, magnetic permeability. If a change in a material's uh, permittivity or permeability occurs due to, say, fatigue of the material or damage to the material or stresses within the material, that that uh, electrical storage characteristic or magnetic storage characteristic can be sensed through the electromagnetic field. How are the uh, SANS-EC sensors currently being used? I was reading it was uh, to study lightning strikes on composite materials. Uh, Yes, we're part of a uh, program known as the Atmospheric uh, Environment Safety Technologies Project, and we're a sub- Project within that within the AEST known as LEAM or Lightning and Electromagnetics uh, Effects Mitigation, and we are tasked or charged with the research responsibility to come up with the next generation of lightning strike protection for composite aircraft. Uh, the SANS-EC sensor can uh, provide lightning strike protection, damage detection and to some degree shielding effectiveness against the electromagnetic environment around the aircraft. Um, 
it, we envision it as a smart skin or smart replacement to the um, standard way of protecting composite structures, composite aircraft structures. Um, typically, a, a, an aircraft, if it's constructed of metal, uh, has little to no issue with a, with a lightning strike. It forms what's known as a Faraday cage. And uh, a lightning strike on the aircraft that's made of metal would uh, divert the uh, electric charge energy around the aircraft and back to the atmosphere and eventually to ground. In composite structures uh, that are unprotected, uh, it cannot dissipate that amount of energy. And we're talking energies on the level of 200,000 amps uh, per, per lightning strike. And a composite structure can't effectively dissipate that energy. So typically, to protect uh, aircraft made of composite, a conductive metal mesh or an expanded metal foil is embedded in the top layer of the composite. And therefore, you form a Faraday uh, cage or Faraday shield, and the strike will divert the energy through that Faraday shield. And that, and that works very well. Um, but it adds no additional functionality um, other than the lightning strike protection. With the SANS EC sensor, uh, we form a, a, uh, a continuous structure of, of arrays of the SANS EC sensors uh, in the composite material and uh, thereby forming a Faraday cage that form that, that protects the aircraft against lightning strike. But in addition, if the sensor is damaged or the composite structure uh, that the sensor is embedded in is damaged, we know we can know and tell immediately that uh, the aircraft has been struck uh, to some degree, quantify um, the location and the amount of damage that has occurred and uh, form, uh, serve as a smart skin. For lightning strike protection, that, that, that uh, is important because uh, in uh, aircraft that are coming uh, online now, particularly unmanned aerial vehicles, you may not have a pilot aboard or the situational awareness to know that you have been struck um, by lightning and may need to take some corrective action to uh, to safely uh, aviate the uh, to safely navigate the aircraft. Um, for instance, uh, if you took a strike on an unmanned aerial vehicle, uh, a SANS EC sensor array would be able to say, uh, "You've been hit. You've been hit in this location." The damage is not so severe. You can continue with your mission or to your to your destination, or alternatively, uh, could take the the lightning strike and the sun DC sensor array would uh, then could potentially determine that uh, you've been hit. The damage is quite severe. Uh, the aircraft is still uh, flyable, but you need to find the the next exit ramp and and get the aircraft down. Um, so that's that's a uh, that's a, uh, a short scenario of how a SANS EC sensor can serve as a lightning strike protection system as a smart uh, skin for the aircraft. 
What other applications do you envision? My sense is it's uh, there's a broad spectrum of, of uses for this. Uh, yes, yes. Sanzi C sensors are, um, and the application space for them is limited almost only to the to the imagination. Uh, in the aircraft examples that I just gave for lightning strike protection, uh, it's a multifunctional sensor. It's a robust multifunctional sensor. If the sensor takes damage, it still functions. Uh, you may uh, uh, have to acquire a new baseline for the damage condition, but you'll still get uh, a, a, a signature from, from the sensor from, from the damage. I, I should back up just a little bit and say that the Signature that you get from a SANZ-EC sensor in its undamaged condition, uh, uh, ready to sense its environment, is a resonance response, um, and essentially that is a, a frequency signature uh, of a, a certain amplitude as a function of frequency. And if a material uh, or the environment that you're sensing around the sensor changes, what you'll get is a shift in the frequency uh, or a shift in the amplitude of the, of the frequency signature or a combination of the two. And there's some advanced things that we can do in, in signal analysis to get uh, additional information intelligence from, from that signal. But uh, uh, fundamentally, you, you focus on the, the uh, frequency response and the shift of that frequency response when the uh, sensor uh, is, is functioning. So for lightning strike, you, you take the damage, you get a frequency response, but it's a multifunctional sensor such that if something else were occurring, uh, say icing buildup on, on the leading edge of your wing, the ice uh, having a specific material characteristic that I discussed before, permittivity or permeability, collectively known as dielectric constant. All materials have these, this dielectric constant. Uh, ice and, uh, has a specific uh, dielectric constant on the order of 30 or 40. If you, if you get a buildup of, of that on the sensor uh, in the previous environment that was air, which has a dielectric constant of 1, you'll see that frequency resonance shift uh, from uh, from the effect of a previous dielectric constant of 1 for air to the dielectric constant of 30 for the icing buildup. And as you, as you detect that shift, you can um, analyze the signature as a buildup of icing. So in addition to the lightning strike protection and the damage detection of the composite material of which the sound ZC is embedded in, you can do additional functions such as icing detection. That's, that's a specific application uh, still connected uh, with, uh, with the uh, aircraft or aerospace, but uh, we've envisioned a number of different applications where um, you can embed a FONZ-C sensor in, um, in, a, in a device such as a bandage and uh, a bandage uh, wrapping the wound of, of, of a person with this conductive spiral sensor in it could be uh, made of a conductive silver thread, um, and uh, silver has known antibacterial uh, properties to it, so that would probably be a good material to, 
to make uh, a bandage type sans EC sensor on it. And as it's applied to the wound, as the wound is changing over time, as it's healing or, or different characteristics of the wound is, are changing, it can be sensed with the sans EC sensor without removing the bandage to, to, to look at the wound. So that's that's a that's an application, say in the in the medical um, field, um, but uh, but there there are a number of others for uh, say in the food industry. Uh, the simple spiral uh, tag can be placed onto um, say meat or poultry or, or milk products, and by interrogating the the signature of the sans EC sensor as milk spoils, um, its dielectric constant changes. The sans EC sensor's elect uh, self-resonating electric electromagnetic field can detect that, and uh, you can get an indication of uh, food conditions. So those are a couple of examples of, of, of applications, but it it's it's uh, it's only limited to to, to the imagination. We often sit around uh, on the on the uh, team uh, that I lead, and we'll pick you know one day uh, out of the week or every couple of weeks, and kick around new application spaces for uh, this uh, resonant sensor to uh, to be applied in. Yeah, that's um, that's an interesting point. What is the um, what's kind of being done with the technology currently? Is it uh, imagining uh, new application scenarios, or is it are you still uh, testing it, um, what's what's kind of the current status of the technology? That, that's a good question. We we uh, we're currently the the technology is currently at uh, 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 for users that are uh, for listeners that are um, familiar with technology readiness levels. NASA uses a technology res readiness level scale from uh, zero or one to to, to nine. Uh, where uh, zero is no techno technological development, one, two, the lower numbers are lower technology development levels to technology six or seven is a fairly mature technology ready to be handed off to uh, completely to industry to um, to use in products as uh, and applications as uh, the industry sees fit to uh, technology level nine where it's where it's out there and in use currently we have uh, the sans-ec uh, technology and the framework that we're developing is at a uh, it's still a research level uh, effort and it's about a technology readiness level of three mm -hmm. uh, meaning that we have developed uh, and demonstrated some applications of the of the sans EC, and particularly in our group, our focus on the lightning protection, lightning strike protection, um, and, but that we are still um, investigating uh, and studying uh, how to best use and how to continue to develop uh, the sans EC concept. And what is your specific work? Like, what's a typical day for you as it relates to the development of this uh, sensor? Oh, that's a, that's a good question. A typical day is uh, our our project team will get together, uh, we'll discuss our, our our we'll review our milestone goals and the 
we have several of them. We'll focus on a particular one for that day or for that week, uh, or sometimes for that month, and uh, and um, set up the priorities that are necessary to uh, uh, to achieve that goal. For instance, um, we uh, were studying the Sanzi C sensor interface to particular uh, composite material structures, and specifically to composite material structures that had seeded faults in them, seeded damage, so that we, we knew the damage characteristics, such as a delamination at a certain ply depth in a composite material. And we'll uh, discuss the strategy, the technical strategy, of how we are going to approach the, the interface problem and the damage detection problem. And then we like to use both uh, experimental methods and computational methods uh, to, uh, to, to tackle these problems. So uh, we have a, a team of uh, users that are skilled in computational electromagnetic uh, models and methods, and we will model up the composite structure and the SANZ-EC sensor and uh, place that in this computational environment where we can uh, leverage the computational tools by testing um, many, many different uh, concepts and, and uh, uh, solutions uh, in the computational space. As we tweak different parameters, such as the sensor's geometry or the sensor's operational frequency, or uh, interface structures between the sensor and the composite material itself. As we're running through these various parameters in the computational space, we can do that uh, much uh, more quickly than actually building up uh, an experiment and, and iterating several times in a, in a physical experiment. So once in the computational space, we um, zero in on promising solutions, uh, then we go and cut metal. We go ahead and create the composite panels, uh, uh, cut uh, and design or fabricate the SANZ-EC uh, sensor for that particular solution, and we'll test it in the lab by actually building it and testing it experimentally, bringing to bear our network analyzers and spectrum analyzers or, or uh, experimental hardware to do a comparison between the uh, computational method and our experimental method. And uh, in, in doing so, we, we use the computational um, tools to inform how we conduct our experiments, and then we use the results from our experiments to feed back into computational methods to make continuous improvement in how to best deploy and design uh, the SANZ-EC sensor system. And uh, as we're wrapping up here, what do you think is the most exciting uh, possibilities with, with uh, SANZ-EC? Uh, the most exciting possibilities, uh, it, well, it, it'd be very exciting if, uh, you know, we mature this technology and develop it such that it is uh, an integral part uh, of aerospace systems. And it won't start off on the, the 
commercial aircraft or, or, or the larger scale aircraft. It'll probably start first on the unmanned aerial vehicles where you need this extension of, uh, of information or health monitoring of the vehicle um, by creating a, a, a smart skin very similar to, to your own skin and muscles, how a human being is uh, aware of its, its situational state uh, just by, by feeling its environment. So an app, uh, a mature application of the SANZ-EC sensors into a smart skin of an, of an aircraft system, starting out probably with uh, unmanned aerial vehicle systems, would be uh, very, very exciting. But additionally, uh, the application space is wide open. So the other part of the excitement is um, communicating with uh, various companies and individuals who have ideas and um, perspectives that we as, a, uh, as an engineering team with our particular focus on lightning or, or the sans EC sensor development itself may not see fully, but the, the other, uh, you know, the, the different people uh, in different companies and different um, discipline areas will bring uh, uh, forward concepts and ideas and visions of how to use and deploy this smart sensor in ways that we couldn't imagine. And working with them and talking with them for their particular application space until we uh, visualize a, a solution is, uh, is extremely exciting. And uh, that's the part that um, for all of us on the team, as we, as we see uh, applications in automotive, applications in medical or biomedical, applications in chemistry, applications in uh, other sensor areas, such as the nuclear safety industry. Uh, seeing these number of different application spaces and helping uh, uh, our tech technology transfer partners uh, realize a solution using SANS-EC sensors is the, the second part of that question of, of excitement. Uh, we we're very excited to see, see the various application spaces. Uh, I'd, I'd like to say that uh, the SANS-EC effort is, uh, is an effort of a, of a team of individuals, uh, George Shikutsky, uh Laura Smith, one of our outstanding computational electromagnetics, uh, uh, Dr. Tratong Wong, and uh, Larry Tykach, uh, are part of a team that uh, that uh, bring to bear ideas and engineering solutions that that uh, have made SANS-EC what it is today. It was originally the invention idea of a Dr. Stanley Woodard, uh, and we, he unfortunately passed away a few years ago. And myself and the rest of the team members are carrying forward his vision. Uh, of this new technological sensing framework. Well, Ken Dudley, we at NASA Tech Briefs want to thank you for taking the time to speak with us. Thank you. I very much appreciated the opportunity to, to talk about our